Are we ready? We're ready. Okay. Welcome in to Vont Podcast. Are we German now? Making sure my phone. I don't is know if that's silent. Swedish or if that's. Ah, it's one of those Scandinavian languages. Scandinavian. I thought we should say three, two, one. Happy New Year! Because this will go out on New Year's Eve day. Perfect. All right. In three, two, one. Happy, Happy New Year! Year! I should have got our thing. We have them. Oh, I'll just fix it in post. Never. I've I've been taught to never say that you will fix it in post. Thank you. Because that is really hard on the editor. You look so cool with your hat backwards, Mr. Joe Cool. Do you remember Joe Cool? It was like, wasn't it part of a brand? Was he like a dog? Joe Cool? Was that the smoking camel? No, that's... Yeah. That's was that it. Joe Cool? Yeah, you've been... Oh, I've been brainwashed. Yeah, uh, tobacco you know, industry has got you. Although I never smoked in my life because no. my dad didn't. I thought it was but disgusting. You, but you knew the logo or mm-hmm. you knew the... Yeah, Joe Cool. You know, if you turn that, uh, if you look really closely at the illustration, mm-hmm. his uh, schnozzeroonie looks like a penis. I've heard that. I have heard that. It's like, people, a, it's like a magic eye. Yeah. When people hide things in artwork, it's amazing. I know. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. And I'm Katie. Howdy do. That reminds me of the Disney movies. I remember, I forget how old I was when people were like, oh, there's like hidden messages in Disney films. <gasps> and they um, and it was true because I happened to at the time, because I was raised in the time of VHS, that it was a certain period where this disgruntled worker worked at Disney and instead of quitting, put like sexual innuendos all over their films. Little Mermaid. There's and one in there. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Lion King from my memory, but there might be more. Let us know. Anyway, the one I remember the most was in Aladdin when Aladdin is going to see Jasmine and she has that lion. I forget the lion's name, but it's like her pet. Simba? No, that's Lion King. Yeah. Okay. Aren't it's there crossovers? Like, it's like the Marvel Universe, no, right? No, it's not at all. Very separate. Mm-hmm. Um, Bambi. No, it's like Maya. Lion. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll look it up. She, the lion doesn't trust him. And it's like, Arr. and he's like, good kitty. Good teenagers take off their clothes. And it's under the breath. And it's crazy. And so I put in the VHS because everybody else had like DVDs and it wasn't on there, but it was on the old ones. Right. I'm sure they've edited that out now, but 100%. I know that, or I don't know for 100%, but I believe, mm-hmm. I remember in Little Mermaid, there was also in the seashells, it was written sex. No, that's Lion King when he goes, huh, and he like slumps onto this big thing of flowers and grass and it like swoops out into the air. It's probably, you know, a fun thing to do if you work there to like leave yeah. your mark, but I bet you when you get caught, they just execute you on site at Disney. They're like, Mm-mm. Disney's pretty crazy. No, he, I guess, quit and never told them that he did these things and then people found them from what i understand but i could be completely wrong urban it, legends are pretty cool it was just a funny thing that happened in my i don't know how old would i have even been when this came to be known it was like i had to be like late teens mm. maybe even early 20s no because i met you in early 20s and it was like long before then so right. late teens yeah anyway yeah weird Weird amazing things. amazing so what's new with you um my finger is healing ah beautiful so that's good i have two stitches like i said last week and it's i, I should have just kept my bandit off to show people it's really not that big of a deal okay um i could take a picture and we could put it up if it's going to gross people out i apologize but the skin's all sealed up it honestly only looks bad because of the stitches you know um and that was rhinoplasty that you had done <laughs> yes 
on um, your finger, which is interesting. Raja. That's the the lion's name. Oh, okay. I had to look up Jasmine's lion's name. Gotcha. Um, anyway, I had that little, I don't know what it was, removed. Blood clot, nerve bundle. We don't know. East Coast, West Coast, we don't know. Anyway, it's all honestly healing fine if the stitches were out it wouldn't be i'd be feel better because like i bump the stitches and then it hurts but otherwise like it doesn't really hurt anymore and i can pretty much do whatever i want amazing but i get the stitches out in like five days so then we're home free everybody and that'll be two weeks after and you're surgery. waterproof now right uh, yeah, yeah i can get can. it wet okay i wash it every day perfect i'm supposed to wash it um i only wash my fingers every other day just because <laughs> It's I like so the way dry. they smell. Gross. <laughs> like raisins. Oh my God, gross. No thanks. Um, so that's been new with me. Also, my back is better. I think it's my desk chair. Could be. I know we have a nice desk chair, but I don't think my body thinks it's a nice desk chair. Because mm. yesterday I sat in it and then it hurt me. And I haven't sat in it today and I'm okay. Okay. Well, we'll get you a new desk chair. Maybe we, a standing desk. I, that might be better. Uh, maybe a standing running desk, like it's a treadmill. No, thanks. No, okay. I'm already tired. I know. Um, but just honestly, even just like some a new lumbar support thingy. Any recommendations? Do we have any physical therapists out there? Anybody who's also had problems? Um, but we went and got massages a few days ago. I got worked over. Man. Me too. It was so good. But it was also really like I bruised. I've never bruised. But I think it's because I was taking ibuprofen for this thing. Oh, yeah. It can make you more susceptible to bruising. But the guy had, he was a uh, Marine, retired Marine. He got into massage because he had so many ailments. And so he found it really helpful to know, you know, nerves, muscles, bones, like how, how essentially your body works so he can fix it. And it was all the difference for his life. I really believe in massage. I don't believe in chiropractors, but Mm -hmm. massage Mm-hmm. Um, remember that swimmer, Dara, Dara Torres? Mm-mm. She's a, um, an American Olympian. I don't keep up with swimmers, really. She was so prominent for so many Olympics. It's one of those people who did, oh, I did 12 Olympics. Yeah, like Michael Phelps like or something. You're like, four. It's like a lot. Of That's your whole life. Years. Oh, my God. And, you know, she's mm-hmm. like 70 and still winning. <laughs> but the last Olympics she participated in, which I believe was eight years ago or six years mm-hmm. ago, um, she. I remember reading an article about how they were keeping Humpty Dumpty you know together because uh, she's older mm-hmm. yeah and it was uh she'd get up in the morning super massage for like an hour and a half i'm gonna make it up but okay. super massage for an hour and a half then have breakfast then have another massage maybe on your lower legs or i don't know and then you know go and warm up in the pool get out of the pool have another massage it was just massage interspersed inter er, dispersed interdimensional massages <laughs> here dispersed. we go you say disperse you're dispersing it yeah mm-hmm. um throughout the day and leading up to the olympics it, the the massages were more and more i was like i could be an olympian <laughs> turns out you don't have to work out at all you just have to it was like work out and massage work out massage get in the pool swim fast and then we'll the bra- yeah we'll give you a massage i'll be like okay i'll i'll swim I as fast swim as i can <laughs> just show you paddling, guys. <laughs> can you yeah. imagine if you had uh, the olympics for non-olympians that would be more exciting to watch than these perfect specimens of humans I mean, both people like both. It's almost the same reason people like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, American Idol. Right. It's like, what's that called? You never silence your phone, dudes. Silence. Silence. Um, anyway, the, I find that really interesting and in the training, even the, there's this couple, I think I talked about them before that I met, um, when I went to New York 
for the same people who do the Healthy Voices Conference. Okay. They brought a bunch of creators out, essentially. It's how I uh, met Dr. Ben Ryan, who he was on my podcast. He's a neuroscientist. He's amazing. Anyway, and he works at Stanford. But these two, they're, I think they're married or, yeah, they should be married by now. But they are both Olympians. He's uh, a, a, is it para-Olympian? Okay. He doesn't, he is missing both his legs. Okay. When he was born, he had like some bone disease or disorder or something. They had to amputate both right above the knee. So okay. anyway, and she is a long jumper. And the, they talked briefly with me about like their training schedules. And when we were in New York, they're like, I think we're going to stay a couple extra days. And I was like, awesome, do it. I would love to, but Sean's not here. and We have a dog and blah, blah. Um, anyway, they then they decided, I saw him at the airport. I was like, I thought you guys were staying. They're like, yeah, we have to get back into training. A couple more days would put us out of our schedule. And I was like. You should try taking a couple of years off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, look at me. Um, no. But anyways, back to the masseuse. Yeah. He found massage to be so healing for him. Okay that he decided to go into it himself mm -hmm. um, because he was like, I was studying it myself to try to figure out how to best help myself. Yep. And he's like, I always thought I just had a bad back since I was like young. And he's like, and then I realized, no, it's just because you're not taking care of yourself. And I didn't know. He's like, no one in my family talked about stuff like this. He's like, I usually, I used to not even really drink water. I would just drink pop all day. He's like, so essentially I had no lubricant in my body and wondered why I hurt so bad. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I said, people don't educate. And he goes, I know no one talked about it, you know, and he's like, and everybody in my family passes away, like in their sixties, it's like not good. And so he's like, I decided to take better care of myself and lost some weight as a result, not the goal, but also was able to, uh, you know, heal some of his ailments. Anyway, homeboy worked me over like my hip that was been hurting. Like I have some bruises there, like three little bruises or so. And it was probably the best massage I've ever had. Yeah. It didn't I, hurt while he was doing it. That's why I'm like, how did I bruise? But I think it's because I had the ibuprofens and stuff. It was good. They, they weren't our normal. I mean, we've only been there two other times. Maybe but, three, but yeah, something like that. Well, not many. I think you've done one more session than I have. Maybe. I don't think I've gone there without you. But anyway. Either way, uh, the, the person that I saw was new as well. Yeah, we usually see the same people. She was all of five foot, if that. Uh -huh. And she, she goes, just so you know, I'm a little heavy handed. I was like, eh. Okay, you know, like uh, she's like, I was like, yeah, I was like, go right ahead, I, I'm fine. Well, <laughs> I mean, when she took out the Louisville Slugger, I was like, uh oh, you know. Well, back in Santa Monica, we used to go to this place called the Massage Place on Montana. So it's, it's a lovely chain in LA. It makes massage much more affordable. But you had that was it? She Taiwanese, I think, yes. where she would take her shoes off and get on and like with oh, her feet. Remember? Yes, but I didn't know how she did it because at one point she, I heard her voice in front of me because it's dark and your eyes and are closed. And you're like, you're face down and like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. that music. <laughs> it's almost like those sound baths. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, you're just tripping balls. You know, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, where am I? And she goes, I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, work on your lower back. But she, I heard her by my head. And next thing you know, she like spider monkey well she had gotten up on on, on the table or on me i was the table <laughs> and she was walking around by my lower back i'm like how did she and it just must have been because i was so zoned she had out a little step stool i'm sure it's not like she like jumps and but spins i didn't like hear her move yeah it's just like floated and there are those places i think it was it called the uh, olympic spa in la some spa anyway where they like specialize in a certain type of massage and they have the things above the bed so they hold on to them while they like push their feet into you 
Yeah, I, I would be worried. You can't see below the table. I was kicking my foot. <laughs> Ow, he's just kicking me. The person's ah, just taking out their oh, anger. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of pain relief. Yes. So, uh, as I've mentioned, on, the, I'm always complaining. But as I've not mentioned. Not really. You're not really a complainer. You just have ailments because we're, we're getting old. You or, know how you know you're getting old? Mm-hmm. You hurt yourself sleeping. Yeah, that's the that's the joke. <laughs> the PG version of the joke. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, my feet have been messed up, right? The uh, yes. hallux limitus, which is. Um, Your big toe lower. The big, yeah, the big knuckle on the big toe, or no, the, yeah. the not onto the toe, the 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 one that attaches the, the toe, toe to, to the, the foot. foot. Yeah, I'm like, how do we explain this? Uh, yes, this is a metatarsal. Mm-hmm. No, this is a carp. These are phalanges. These are carpal, and then metatarsal is your feet. Mm. Carpal to- carpal tarsal. Carpal tunnel <laughs> is when this this gets yeah. Well, you can tell I know it took anatomy, but I know enough. Um, so anyways, uh, the the, uh, the big knuckle, as I've yes. talked about in the past, if you already heard this, don't worry, it'll make it quick, uh, is seizing up. There is another word for it. It's called turf toe, but basically uh, limitus and then rigidus is the next stage. Rigidus is where the joint has completely failed. It gets rigid failed. versus it's limited. I know. It's like Latin is pig latin you know yeah it is so big pay at my mm-hmm. yeah my big toe a hurts a <laughs> my no so be my ig bay the Romans were canadians Ote. <laughs> Ote, <Ertse. Buckley>. yeah. <laughs> so um mm-hmm. i really thought over the last year that I, I had lost a lot of mobility and i was in pain i'd stand up and i was ginger i looked like an an old man i i would i, well, I was creeping i had no around. idea how bad it was for you because I'd never see you. I mean, in the middle of the night or if you were coming in, like getting out of bed or something, I would notice. But other than that, I never noticed. Yeah. And and I really hadn't noticed because it's like a, I'm like a frog in a pan, see? where they, Oh, yeah. Slowly getting worse. Yep. And it's then been hurting day, you since, God, was it before we were married? Yeah. It was. It wasn't the same though. That, that was. Um, plantar fasciitis. No. Yeah, remember you started rolling your foot on those tennis ball and stuff and it alleviated because there's some oh. kind of damage done to your foot because we played soccer on that yeah. asphalt yeah so that was sort of. when we were playing indoor soccer right mm-hmm. i think i had messed up but i think that was just uh the, the muscles and the the, the tendons oh you like know. soft tissue not yeah, bone running on that hard surface was bad for me mm-hmm. so i that was fine that went away but the turf toe as they call it the mm-hmm. the uh the big joint mm-hmm. it's arthritic and it's failing uh, and the next step is to fuse it. Mm-hmm. But over the last six months to a year, it had become red and inflamed and like swollen. Yeah, puffy, you guys. And I didn't really notice it because it was it happened slowly. All this to say, um, I don't know how this happened, but a a company reached out to the podcast. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Pure Spectrum CBD. Okay, so. In full disclosure, um, they we don't get paid, but they do give us stuff. Yeah, gifted. they gifted asked if me. they if they could send me um, um, CBD stuff. How they learn about us? I have no idea. So I, I don't know if they were cruising. Like we're, we're so esoteric. This podcast, right? They're looking for you know people who have uh, jacked up feet. Mm-hmm. Some search term because my descriptions for the podcast are so bad. But they found us and they they were at. They're like, hey, it sounds like you you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, yes, I do. I was like, damn straight because it's expensive. Yeah. When you don't, you know, um, when you don't know what you're buying, basically. Well, yeah, because it's a lot to like invest because I've even done some brand deals. There was a brand called Equilibrium mm-hmm. and it was just creams 
and i found that stuff to be like moderately effective i never knew that to work uh but it hasn't worked like what this this works which is different and i don't i'm not blaming equilibrium because i i thought it was like a good product i let my mom try it you tried it anybody who had aches at the time i didn't have any aches so i mean thank god should have been living large then but um this like tincture which is like where it's a dropper and you any ingestment or smoking is i think i don't know why gets into your body more effectively yeah i don't know how uh the cb receptors are um yeah roger dodger we got a sore foot in lane three um <laughs> two four good buddy two four yeah is that what they say ten four ten four Two four. Two four. Yeah, two four. Is like like a, a two four a beer, beer please. Beer. That's, That's why your feet hurt. They say that in Canada. Two four instead of a twenty four pack. It's really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So continue, sorry. No, that's fine. Um so I, I was so peer spectrum? Yeah, I was like, okay, sure, send it and I'll I'll try it, I'll evaluate it. I'm making no promises though. Is it just tinctures? Yeah. Okay. So I, I wasn't gonna make any promises. I just said, sure, send it by and, and if I like it. And they're super cool. They said, if you like the product, just let people know. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and they said, there's no, um, yeah, they don't, we don't just no say obligations. Yeah. Don't say, you know, don't, don't BS people. I was like, mm-hmm. no, of course not. I'm not going to anyway. So we're also not those people. They mm-hmm. give you a discount code and if you like it, you like it. So oh, gotcha. I get it. Oh, so they can get a discount if they want some. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it in the description. Okay, below. Cool, cool. But so I bought or not, I bought, I got a, a shipment mm-hmm. of, uh, one that's, uh, called Energize or something. I don't know. I'll put the link in we the We should have brought them out. But anyway, anyway, continue. No big deal. They're so casual about talking about it. Yeah. So uh, one is for daytime and one is for nighttime. Okay. Is it different ca- cannabinoids that are more... So, oh, I guess so. Indica, my friends always call it Indicouch. So that's like a strain of actually like weed. Right. But it's like sleepier, more... Oh, cannabis. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Ganja. Um, that's a little more sedin- like sedative has more sedative effect and then you know others aren't as yeah sativas i think are are energizing to a certain extent okay um and then indicas are in the couch like is that what That's you what said, they said yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know it's enough the only about way this. i can remember but so. inside the plant there's a bunch of different cannabinoids that they didn't really know that much about or they weren't studying that much well they uh, couldn't like law would prohibit some kind of you know actual ethical legal studies that yes. could be cited you know so the two products that i so they said go on the website pick whatever you like and we'll send it i was like cool you know i love free stuff katie i know sean has a problem it's so free. much so that when so he also doesn't like clutter but when we go to events like playlist life and for example there's a shit ton of free stuff but a lot of it is stuff that like we won't use or i don't want like i don't need another fanny pack or you don't need a pair of high top white sneakers because he wouldn't buy them anyway and he's had a pair of white converse that he never wears but it's free so sean feels the need to take it and then we had to pay a baggage overage for all the stuff that he wanted to bring home yeah i even what was that uh eyelash extender yeah that I got? the grande lash <laughs> i was like i'm getting four of these like, boxes. i'm gonna take more and i was like well at least give one to your sister well there was a sticker on it that said 69 dollars value and i was like i'm getting four of these and I was like, it's for my my girlfriend and you're standing right there, you know, and uh, no, they don't even ask. Sean just puts it in the bag, but insists on taking this stuff. And I have you it. used any of it? No, I don't even know where it is. Somewhere in the it's probably under his sink. Would right be my right guess. next to my Rogaine. Sean, <laughs> <which I don't laughs> Sean throws everything under his sink. Too late. 
Yeah, the sink is the catch-all. I'm glad we have separate sinks. Because There's a kitchen sink underneath my bathroom sink. <laughs> no, but since I met Sean, the bathroom sink under under area yeah. has always just been fucking chaos for him. He just throws everything in there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's probably where all the things that you don't really use, but you... I'll go looking there afterwards. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find it. Okay, so back to I the bet money on it. Mm-hmm. It's a tincture. Mm-hmm. I took it. Uh, yep. it's been an, I'm like, like how many drops are we talking or how much take a dropper yeah just one little bloop no the whole thing oh okay and that's so like one, a milliliter, one milliliter. Okay. yeah um i've been doing that for 15 days roughly oh, okay i had no idea the pain has gone from uh when it was really hot and uh, not hot temperature wise but like when high. the pain was high mm-hmm. uh it, i would say it was like around a 10. sometimes like i would just get a sharp pain i couldn't run around like, with the dog Hi. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it has dropped, I kid you not, to a two, oh, to wow. sometimes a nothing. Wow. And, I'm like, wh- and I thought. What do you think it is? Because we've tried a ton of things over the years. What do you think it is about their product? Is it the quality better, I assume, or stronger? Uh, okay, so. It I have c- no idea. It could be strength. And here's what I think it is. So this is not a commercial for them, by the way. This is me like. Yeah, so we've I, been trying to figure this out for a while for Sean. Well, and we've you, been- you can casually smoke the marijuana's. But, but you don't really know. No, 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 I'm not talking about in Texas or not. I'm saying in general, like you could be someone who, oh, I, I smoked the weed, you know. Uh, Is that what people say? Well, I'm pretty sure that's not what people say. You know what I'm saying? You smoke the, the tweeds? The, no, yeah. just say I smoke weed sometimes. Yeah. But like, I don't really know all these products or strains and, you know, like percentage. It's just, it's, I don't have time to learn that, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, this wasn't something that people talked about that much, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Um, but I think now that they've done a lot of investigation into the different cannabinoids, mm-hmm. we're learning or they're learning and I'm benefiting from the combination of the different cannabinoids. So mm-hmm. what these tinctures are, they're CBD based mm-hmm. and then they, the daytime one, which is the energizer or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know, the energizer bunny, let's call it. Okay. It's like having a cup of coffee and that one is with, um, uh, CBG. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was CBD and CBN. So there's CBN, CBG, CB... Uh, XYZ? Yeah, there's a ton Element of these LP? different cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. I think there's like over 100 of them in, in the plants that they find. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. You know, all these different properties. Mm-hmm. But they're just trying to figure out what works with what. Interesting. So and, it's probably gotten better over time so that, yeah, whatever uh, blend you're getting is actually working for you. So I have a nighttime blend, mm-hmm. like which I take around 6 o'clock. Um, and that's why I get sleepy by about eight o'clock, I think, because I'll be sitting on the couch. I'm like, oh, I'm just, it feels like I had a cup of tea. Then you should or wait not, and take it like eight. Not tea, so- but um, like a hot cocoa or something. Oh, okay. Not cocoa. Warm that, milk. Warm milk. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying to think of what would put me to sleep. <laughs> put me like, to sleep. I don't like know a black cup of coffee. <laughs> but the daytime one, it's like having a cup of coffee. So I had it this morning. Mm-hmm. I was like, dun, 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 dun. Well, I'm running around with the dog. I just feel like a million bucks. Mm. Um, and then the nighttime blend. I Well, that's good. We'll check it out, you guys. Um, I find this stuff interesting because for a while we were, uh, what's the, not the nebulizer, the, the neutral vaporizer. 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 And that was really interesting for the CBD stuff because my back was killing me. So I smoked, was it mom grass or dad grass or one of those? Right, things? which it's not, you don't smoke it. It heats it up. Well, yeah, but I don't know what else you'd say. You breathe it in. Yeah. So it's weird. Also, it's not weed, it's CBD or CBN or one of those. And it made my back feel better. And so 
but I only did it a couple times. And then I, I don't know. I just don't like breathing things in. Yeah. I, see, I don't like. It doesn't. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you should be putting things into your lungs. You should be putting it directly into your tummy. <laughs> That's the organ that we want to potentially offend. Right. Um, no, but between the chiropractor and my stretches and I'm getting back into exercise a little bit and it's been feeling so much better, but it's Amazing. still. Oh, it's guys, touch and go. Katie got me the best gift. I've been looking at this thing for. Oh, yeah. We had Christmas. Two years, three years. When did the pandemic start? Five years ago? <laughs> Forever ago. A, um, a lifetime. Three years. And I was afraid to get it when we were in Santa Monica because I was like, if I attach this thing, it's going to break the house. Yeah, because right? our house was like made out of paper mache. Remember right. our apartment? Yeah. Yeah, our apartment. Not even if there. I just took a screwdriver to any wall and something like this, it just goes straight through it. I'm 100% sure. What's cool is at that other place, though, if you poked a hole in the wall, you could look in and you'd see a bunch of termites looking back at you. Taking your house away. <laughs> hey, 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 what are you doing? You're breaking our walls, the termite said. Mm -hmm. mm. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I didn't want to get it during the pandemic because um, I mm -hmm. thought it would probably trash the place. Mm -hmm. However, um, I opened my presents on Christmas uh, Day and there it was, mm -hmm. a Red River BB gun. I know you're gonna shoot your eye out with that kid. Now, uh, TRX, the 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 band system. Mm -hmm. So I'll report back. I'm sure you guys will notice. I'll be like this giant hulking dude. Oh my god! Hey, what's up? You know, but uh -huh. um, that's what I expect. Yeah. No, um, we had a tree house in our backyard. That I mean, we don't have kids. I don't even want kids playing in it. It was also pretty rotted, kind of dangerous. So we had it removed, but there was a beam that was kind of like the foundation of it that was still fine. And so we left that up so Sean can like strap his stuff to it. Yep. And so I'm excited. I'm going to have a little backyard gym. Yep. Once the studio build is done. And now that, you know, we're getting closer to everything being done. Mm -hmm. oh, please, please, please. Uh, we had a disaster last night. Do you want to tell them? No. We had a leak. Yeah. And it came because they were testing the shower floor to make sure it was sealed. It wasn't. So that was a disaster. Mm -hmm. But they're fixing it. Oh, you know, so it's uh, the, the shower pan. Mm -hmm. They fill it with water. You have to test it for like an hour or something. And so the inspector can say, yes, it, it holds water. or No, it doesn't hold water. And well, ours does not. Last night it wasn't holding water. <laughs> and I went out there and, and I didn't know what to do. I tried to soak it up with towels. It, there was too much water, you know. And so I took I had a siphon in, in the garage and I took that and, and I siphoned it. off water. But it was water with like bits of insulation and it was just it's it's gross you know and i i got a mouthful of water and i was like Wah! oh you did oh yeah. you did the old school way dark. yeah yeah oh. it was like i was stealing gasoline or something yeah. from myself <laughs> trailer park boys anyways yeah i was none too happy but what are you gonna do you gotta roll with the punches and, um, and then you just have to you know yell at your contractor again yeah i don't yell but i i had a good talking to today it's so chris so brutal Brutal. Any advice, you guys? Any advice? It's really hard. Mm -hmm. It's been going on forever and we're exhausted. Um, but anyways, continue on. I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, the TRX about. in the backyard. And, and I said, when the project's done and blah, oh. blah, blah. Totally. Um, I, I talked about a couple of weeks ago, things that I want to do on the podcast. Yes. And something I want to start talking about oh, is mm -hmm. what gardening. Cannot wait. Well, you don't sound enthused, but I am. I love the idea of being able to grow plants. That well, somehow we ended up getting this magazine with like millions of kinds of vegetables and plants. I'm so excited. Guys, I didn't know there were that many strawberries. I thought there were like maybe five. Cherry, beefsteak. You're talking about tomatoes. Isn't that what I said? You said strawberries. Oh, yeah. 
There's, there's beefsteak <laughs> strawberries. I mean, they've got these hybrids. <laughs> I love Monsanto. Oh, we're canceled. Canceled. Who likes Monsanto? Those are the trash people. You know, they, they are a bad company. And they go after like the little farmer. Fuck those guys. Not the little farmer. Monsanto is who I'm telling the fuck off. I'm sure I've told you this story before, mm-hmm. but the uh, the farmer who is growing, I'm just, I don't even know. Yeah, it like flew onto his property. Yeah, some the of their wind seeds. carried some seeds from a Monsanto farm. It landed on this guy's property. He didn't know. And they came and they sued him for he, he was growing their product. But he's like, I didn't plant your stuff just blew in the air. Mm-hmm. And so they, and they won because yes. they're like, they have this huge troop of lawyers. Those they're, fucking pricks. They're a bad company. They're a very bad company. But they also do some other things that are pretty good. Like if you had to play devil's advocate um, and, and that is the, I guess, produce food that is more stable or less... Uh, yeah, pest, pest resistant or whatever. But is that good for us to eat? I don't mm. know. I think they're up to more. Nef- if you had to weigh, mm-hmm. I think it's is more Monsanto good or bad? I, think I would say bad. they would. We tip went to the that art, bad. that art installation, which we probably talked about on here in Charleston against Monsanto, yeah. specifically Gly- because of like Roundup and stuff, glycosophate or yeah, because it was like Bayer because they own Bayer also. I think Bayer owns them. You know, Jim or Jim knows you. Jim knows you. I don't know. Anyway, this artist, it was really interesting. It, all of her work is about just like airing their dirty laundry. Right. Oh, I, speaking of dirty laundry. Yeah. What? Oh, not mine. But um, I saw something on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love to reshare things on Instagram. You do. It's your favorite thing to yeah, do. Yeah. I just go through things I see and boom, 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 boom. I'm done within five minutes. I make it real That's quick. That's not true. It's not five minutes, but okay. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and so, but I, I saw this one and it blew me away. I had no idea about this. And it made me angry for, you know, a couple of minutes. Okay. But now it's planted and I have to go do the research because mm. I, when you I want to know, yeah, when I see something, I don't take it at face value. I mean, I'll reshare it, <laughs> but then I have to do my research after. Mm. So okay. shoot first, so then per- aim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You perpetuate potentially false narratives. <laughs> yeah. But I'll correct myself sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Continue. So apparently RJ Reynolds or one of these big tobacco companies mm-hmm. bought up a bunch of food companies in starting in the uh, early 80s. Okay. So as the tobacco industry was- um, Taking off? No, not taking off, as they were kind of on the decline. As, oh. as it became oh, in the 80s, yeah, when maybe, people were like, you die. And you're like, huh. No, no I shit. used to be the Marlboro man. And you're like, uh-huh. well, now you're in an iron lung. <laughs> How old are you? Remember when he asked Creed? I wanted to know when I was a kid, I was in an iron lung. How old are you? Right. Okay, continue. Can you imagine that if you're if you're if you love smoking so much that they put you in an iron lung and then you hotbox the iron lung because what is an iron lung? Just one more puff. Are you just is it like a thing you get into? You've never seen an iron lung, Sean. I'm tw- 39. I'm not like 89. It was uh, a medical device mm-hmm. that was really really uh, instrumental in preserving people's lives. That had. Some pretty type sick. of negative pressure ventilator yeah a mechanical respirator which encloses most of a person's body right up to your neck so your head sticks out oh my of this God. cigar tube People you're like laying those, down they had them in their house an immersion iron lung yeah so it's like um it changes the atmosphere right the pressure on your chest need for this treatment may result from diseases including polio and botulism that's why you don't use botox because that's botulism need for this treatment may result from oh from got you might need it because of polio or yeah. botulism so okay. that device was hmm. there's one i believe just one left in operation in the united states 
that oh. someone is actually using out in the field. Well, they said in 2020, COVID-19 pandemic revived some interest in this device as a cheap and readily produce, producible substitute for positive pressure ventilators or PPVs, mm. which were feared to be outnumbered by patients potentially needing temper. Oh, it's just a ventilator. It's a different type of ventilator. But. So imagine when you go underwater, there's pressure, right? Mm-hmm. So there. Because it's not a modern breathing therapy anymore. No. If you imagine, so the idea of mostly what for polio. atmospheres okay. are, uh, mm-hmm. as you descend in water, there's more and more pressure, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know what the math is, but at, at a certain depth, it changes atmosphere. You're at the next atmosphere. Well, that's why you have to like, do your ears every so often when we were uh, scuba diving. Yes. And when you come back up, yeah. you have to stop at Repressurize. certain mm-hmm. and let the, um, the whatchamacallit, uh, nitrogen uh, vent out of your blood. You can't do it all they at once. They can't go rush. You might pass out. Boom. Or, or die from mm-hmm. um, a nitrogen a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the same thing as you're going up off the surface of the earth. Yes. The atmosphere becomes thinner, mm-hmm. right? Until yeah. eventually you, could, you pass yeah. the Kármán line, you're in outer space or something like this. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Something. Uh-huh. Um, which Jeff Bezos never went to space. They went close to space, but I know. debatable. I mean, it's pretty good. I'd like to go up there. But anyways. I love that William Shatner went with him. So cool. I, I liked how William Shatner discussed that. He was he said it was life changing. Okay, um, mm-hmm. but as you go up, as the atmosphere becomes thinner, um, there's less pressure on you, and that's what the iron lung does. Oh, so, so it makes it easier for your body to breathe. It takes the pressure off. Exactly, it takes and then the pressure off. If you're feeling too much pressure, get in an iron lung. Just you know, <laughs> it was Michael Jackson, the monkey, and uh, you know Bobo was that his uh, pet. I do not know what you're referencing at all with this right now. You, you don't know? Michael Jackson used to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber. No, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a popular therapy in the 80s and 90s. To like, It wasn't an iron lung, but it, it looked similar. Like you get inside of it. It's a tube that you sleep in at night. Sounds and, really relaxing. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind a quiet. It's almost like a coffin, but with a window. So What are you, Dracula? Well. <laughs> 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 we haven't fin- we finished uh, season one of what we do in the shadows, but we haven't purchased or signed up for Hulu to get two and three. Right. Isn't it, I think it's two and three, maybe four. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that that's Can I that. move on. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, I just but you've never seen Michael Jackson. In- Why would I have seen that? No, I had zero interest in Michael Jackson my entire life. I know that's weird. It's like a very not even unpopular opinion because it's not an opinion. I just didn't didn't care. And then all of a sudden he was like, you know, a pedophile or whatever. And yeah. I was like, Ooh. well, he, he got strange. Don't get strange. Don't get strange. He, he got strange at one point, but before he got strange, he, I, he was an oddity, but he wasn't, he, they didn't label him as a nefarious character until well, he's later just a weird on. rich guy, right? Like it's almost like Prince. Prince was real weird too, but I just don't care about either of those people. I think their music just never, it's not that I didn't know the words to it. I just would never have like downloaded it. I would never have bought it. I would never have listened to it on my own. But if it came on the radio, I'd be like, oh, thriller. Like I would sing along and be like, dun, dun. you know, cause you know it. That's the but dance I, move? Mm-hmm. But I- Or is that Lady Gaga? No, that's his dance move. Right, She so she took it, right? She took it, uh-huh. Uh, or borrowed it, or I don't even know. Who cares? Homage. Again, who cares? That's the thing I think, I've never been that obsessed with any celebrity really in my life. I know that might be weird. Anybody else out there does not really care? I'm obsessed with all of them. I love celebrities. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just am not, but a lot of people are interested and pay attention and I would never pay attention. 
I might know a little bit of gossip here and there because I've seen it while I was waiting in line at the grocery store. Yeah. But I'm going to move on. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So we had friends come over, which are they're married now. Congratulations, Dan and Scott. Um, anyway, they came by on Christmas because they were coming through to see Scott's grandma and then they were headed out to Marfa to get married. And they came by and they brought their beautiful girl dog, Indy. And Indy's a rescue, and she's like a German Shepherd, is what she looks like. I don't know because she's a rescue. We don't know, but I. I think it's a Belgian Mal Mal Malnois Malnois meets a German Shepherd. Okay, I don't know what any of that means, but yeah. I think the Belgian Malnois. I don't know if that, I'm probably screwing that <laughs> word up. Uh, it's it's a German Shepherd esque type dog canine. Did they say this to you, or you're just making it up? No, I asked him when they when we saw them. Um, what it was. I was like, is, that's not a German Shepherd. Belgian Malnois. Malnois. Oh, they kind of look like a German Shepherd. It's yeah, a Belgian it Shepherd, like they Indian, call it. Yeah. A Belgian Shepherd. So it's... it's a, She could be that. A German Shepherd, but from the next province over. But know? she looks more like a German Shepherd than she does that. Hmm. Like that has the same coat, coat and coloring, but her face doesn't look like a Malinois. Gotcha. Um, anyway, they brought Indy by because Indy had been at the party when we went out to Houston for Friendsgiving Indy was there and she was totally chill and hung out the whole night and was mellow. And when they asked if, you know, are you guys doing anything? I was like, no, come on by. And then they're like, oh yeah, do you mind if we bring Indy? And I was like, our dog might freak the fuck out. I don't know. Hopefully she's fine. You guys, they show up at the door and we're like, hi. And Roxy freaks the fuck out. Growls, barks, is like, hey, hey. like, we had to put her in our crate immediately. I know I but it care. wasn't. So it's weird because the behavior isn't aggressive where she's going to. I know it sounds like it's aggressive. That was growling, the only time I've ever seen her be aggressive. But it, it wasn't aggressive. Like she wasn't trying to bite the other dog. No, she's just freaking out her, in herself. Yeah. So she's having her own meltdown. She was like another dog herself. in my house. This is awesome. Like that's what it seemed like to me. Like and it sounded aggressive. I've never made heard her make that noise before. Oh. Well, you know, I was in the kitchen when when that's I was like, Sean, go put her in her crate like yeah. immediately. And then we put her in a crate for like three minutes and then she was fine, but she just wanted to run circles and play the whole time and booping and booping. But luckily Indy had had her own puppies back in the day. And so she like tried to correct her where they like nip at them a little and like growl or bark and she would stop. And then she, when she'd bump boop her again, she'd try to correct her, but it got to be a lot. We had to put her in her crate. Yeah. Hmm. Our dog's a psychopath. <laughs> so we made the joke that Roxy will pester you until you fall asleep. Right, right. But it's more than until she falls asleep. I think uh, given two days of that, mm -hmm. she would stop. I think she'd run around like crazy for two days with that dog and then she'd get on a schedule. Maybe they'll of, come like, out and bring Indy for longer. Although Indy kept peeing in the house, I think because she'd never had carpet, they said. She's like, oh, this is so nice. And she would just like work her little paws and she'd be like, <laughs> and they're like, we just took you out. Yeah, we were fine with it, I, you know, also, you have that spot cleaner machine. Yeah, my mom got me the green machine thing. Yeah. So So we just used that. But it was just. So was, I've been peeing on the floor, too, and using that thing at night. I'm like, I'm not going. But now we've decided we really need to get our carpets clean because the small spot treatments I've been doing, the water's like pretty dirty for how little carpet I am actually cleaning. You. Mm -hmm. Well, put that one on the list. Another thing to do, unless we were to invest in a steam. But I just want someone to come in with professional machines. The van shows up, the giant long hose. <laughs> Yeah, they move all your Hopefully furniture. Hopefully, they just suck the the carpet right off the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and put down new flooring because I fucking hate carpet. Oh, mm -hmm. you know how you 
that I love you? Why? How? I, um, I, I bought you something. And some of you out there in OTDM land may say, Sean, you're a, a moron. Not for this, but for other reasons. That's but, what I was going to get into. Yeah, it's my next thing. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but uh, for Christmas, mm-hmm. I, I... You guys know how much I hate a dirty floor. And you're pragmatic. Yeah. And some may say this is not r- romantic, but I bought you a vacuum cleaner. And I love it so much. Because you've talked about it for the last five years. Well, it was expensive. Yeah. So, because it was a Dyson, but it was on super sale. Yeah. Sounds like, should we get it for the house? Because every Christmas, honestly, probably for the past like six years, we'd get something for the house for yeah. Christmas. And that's like our big gift, which I know sounds so boring, but when you need big things and it's like a big expense, you won't buy it unless you're like, this is our gift to ourselves. Right. I'm trying to think of what we've gotten in the past, but we gifted ourselves the gift of suction, <laughs> a vacuum, a Dyson. Vacuum. Vacuum, we call it. It is this thing amazing. Is amazing. But not sponsored, by the way. However, I wish. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked online. I was like comparing models and what mm-hmm. what's out there in mm-hmm. the in the. Uh, and I've seen a ton of people do the like side by side with the shark, which is what we've had from Costco for forever. And I, um, it's it's a decent. It does still is a good job, even though we've had it for how long. But they did the shark and the Dyson and they did the shark over it twice really slow and the Dyson fast once and it was still better. And I it, was like, fuck. They pulled up so much stuff out of our floor. Was I was embarrassed. Gross. I was like, Ew. They even pulled out a huge feather. Where did that feather come from? I don't know where this feather. I wish I'd taken a photo of it. Five inches long? Six inches long? Yeah, probably five or six inches long. A white feather. You guys... We Where have did like that a, come from? First like, of all, Sean thinks he's kind of allergic to down stuff. So we don't even have a down comforter in our bed anymore. It's maybe in our other bedroom, but there's no, you know, down feathers are not that long. Also, we would have seen it. Where did it, where did it come from? I thought maybe Ben Franklin snuck in in it the middle of the night. like a quill. And it was in the Dyson. Trust me, I put this thing together. It wasn't in there before. Maybe it was in the hose. What would a feather be doing in the hose? What would it be doing <clears throat> in a vacuum factory? I don't know, but we've been living here for a year and a half. I would have noticed a giant feather hanging out. Did so it I suck don't... it out of the carpet? It sucked so hard. It was like jammed in there from something. But where would it have been hiding in the I carpet? I have no idea. Such you a compelling guys, podcast. That elusive we... feathers. Where did this feather come You from? did what with the feather? You know, Nothing. We threw it in the trash. My it was aunt coated told and... me a joke when I was 13. You've told that joke before, but yeah. On the podcast? Uh-huh, I believe so. Oh. The difference between... Uh, Kinky and horny. Uh-huh. Kinky is using the feather. Mm-hmm. Horny is using the whole chicken. Yes. Terrible joke, I know. Thanks, Margie. Yeah. <laughs> Put her on blast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I still remember her telling me that I was standing in the kitchen at her place. After dinner, I would always offer to wash people's dishes. Whenever I went to someone's house, I don't mm-hmm. know why. I just. Because you're a helpful kid. Yeah. But I remember saying there I was washing dishes and I finished washing dishes. And in their freezer, they always had these mini carrot cakes. Ooh. They were frozen. Yummy. You, you're supposed to warm them up, but I liked them cold. See, mm-hmm. because the icing then is like, oh, it's just so good. It's Carrot like cake cream icing. cheese, frosting ice cream. And I remember having that and I was like, oh, this is so good. And she's like, hey, you want to know a joke? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, sure. You know, 13 years old. And she told me that and I was like, what, what did the man do to the chicken? Uh, what? Wait, <laughs> I was not expecting that kind of joke. Oh, she my God. pretty funny. Or she is pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> my family, they tell jokes. I do. My uncle Johnny, I probably get some of this from that area of the family, mm-hmm. but he would 
tell a joke and he never gets to the end of it because he's laughing the whole time. Oh, he's yeah, just, yeah. And yeah. that's the funny part. It could be the worst joke in the world, but he's laughing as he's telling so it. So you enjoy it because he's enjoying it. There, I think there are two types of good joke tellers. There are those where you they're enjoying it so much you have to giggle too. And then there's the people who deadpan deliver it and you're like, and it catches you. You're like, oh my God, so good. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, my, fam- my family's not really joke tellers as much as they're like witty, like, yeah. Mm. Like my cousins and Nick, like they oh, can yeah. go all day just making like quips and comments and jokes and da da da. Yeah, they're they I would not want to get into a battle with no, them. No, I'd lose immediately. Yeah, they they're they're very fast, sharp. I used to be more sharp. like that, but I've, I've, I'm out of practice. I think because you moved to California, you kind of got laid back. You I know? chilled out, you know. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm not so depressed from the ever present dreariness of Washington State. I take CBD, man. I don't care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well Letters? shall we i guess I, I had a bunch of notes but i'll save them for next week i guess oh gardening so back around mm-hmm. i'm gonna bring it back around i am starting to plot out the garden plots around the house and i've been mm-hmm. looking you know where's the sun live or not live and where does <laughs> the sun live in your backyard there you know so what <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm starting to plot out and i think i'm gonna get that mulberry tree not a mulberry bush if you let it Mm. grow but it's like raspberries not yeah. uh, no the raspberries means a blackberry yeah i think that's technically what they are my grandma loves mold is it mulberries or elderberries i have to look that up because i forget but my grandma would make um i don't think i've ever had them but i trust anything that is that shape like a raspberry a blackberry a oh, did you know there's a brand called mulberry I yeah, it's a clothing brand, isn't it? Like, I guess so. Like I was like, root. wait, that's not what I want it's at all. Tan with red and black. Mulberry. <laughs> Mulberry tree. That's what I have to look up. Yeah. Um, fast yeah, growing trees. Yeah, that's what my grandma liked. Mulberries. Mm-hmm. Fastgrowingtrees.com, I believe. I, I jump on there. Fastgrowingtrees.com. It's such an amazing website and all these different. Uh, so. I'd like to get that and maybe an olive tree or two. There's 64 identified species within mulberries or Morris is a genus of a genus of flowering plants in the family. More Morisei. Morisei. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Very interesting. Yep. But it doesn't say I want to know what it came from, like because I thought it was a combo like or maybe I'm thinking of something else that's a raspberry and blackberry together. But either way, I'm isn't not. that a, a Loganberry? Maybe. That's I probably think that's what a raspberry. Lo- that- I think that your mom has that growing in her. She year. does. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I love berries. So, Sean does. Anything else? Mm, no, I'm going to save all my notes for next week. But basically, that's my gardening. I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to be talking about it because we're going to get into planting season. Yes. Not right away, but as I develop the garden. I'm- we have a lot of letters. Holy shmomolies. We are behind you guys. I am so sorry. So sorry. Okay. Roxy's just waking up. Okay, we have audio from Tom. We haven't heard from him in a while. Hey, Katie and Sean, it's Tom, your Virginia correspondent here. (laughs) Got home from work and watched a video that Katie did on family dynamics and how sometimes we feel childlike when we're around family. Oh, yeah. And that video dredged up a feeling of mine. When I was a boy, I went over to this place called Westwood to get tutored when I was in the second grade. Whenever I hear that, I always think of that Far Side comic where the dog is in the car and he's like, ha ha, losers, I'm going to get tutored. 
<laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he's like, and the dog's like, hey, snicker, snicker off to the side. He wasn't going to get tutored. He, he, mis, he misheard what was happening. Okay. And many years later, I started going over there to see a chiropractor. And also there's a heart clinic over there that I used to go to. And I'll be damned if I didn't feel like it was 1991 all over again. But you know, that wasn't such a bad thing. The lady that tutored me was a good lady and have good memories of that place. But daggone, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. Some of us don't have many good memories of growing up. But for me, it's a mixed bag. I mean, hell, life's always a mixed bag. But Katie, you said something joking about putting me on hold on your last podcast. And, you know, I don't give a damn. You can play as many of the recordings as I send or as little of them as you want to. I don't know about legality, but I had a buddy that was in radio when we were in high school. He was an intern DJ at the local radio station. We've had quite a few people in our life who are DJs. Carly, a member of our community, wasn't she a DJ for a while on the radio? I don't know. Then my girlfriend, Athena. She was a DJ? Well, she worked at the radio, Athena did. But oh. I thought Carly was a DJ. I don't know. I always thought that was such a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the movie Pump Up the Volume when I was a kid. Oh, with Christian Slater? Yeah, Pirate Radio. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, imagine if you could broadcast yourself. And he was just broadcasting, you know, in his neighborhood. Yeah. And and the idea like of Wayne's Pir- World. Yeah. <laughs> And but not radio, that was TV. And then the internet happened, and you're like, you can broadcast yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was and now podcast. Amazing. Here we are broadcasting ourselves. Full circle. And thanks for understanding, Tom. But we we just make our way slowly through all the letters and all the audios. Um, but my friend Athena of, was had the funniest story. She worked at 103.5 in LA, which if you don't know, is kind of like a soft rock. It was not the music she was interested in at the time. Laid back hits of the 70s with Cat and Tennille. <laughs> kind of. Captain Beefheart. Beefheart. But at night, I want to say starting at like 9 p.m. or 8 p.m., every night would be like dedications. And because she worked there, she was like an intern or it was one of her first jobs um, because Athena was born and raised in L.A. Anyway, she, she would joke and she was telling us one time how they never had enough like people calling in. Right. To make dedications. And so they just make them up. They'd be like, to Renee from Ronaldo. I love you. And then it'd be like Casey and Jojo. <laughs> it's just funny. And she was like, I would just randomly make them up because we needed like, you know. This next one goes out to two lovebirds in El Segundo. They get like two and they needed like 30. Right. So Athena was just making them up and that just will all forever crack me up. So when we're back in LA, we're going back in L- to LA in January for work. And I'm like, if we would listen to 103.5, I'd be like, and this one's out to Athena. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Tom. He said, Whenever you call in, they own your voice. And as far as I'm concerned, you oh. and Sean own my voice whenever I send you something. So you can make me look like a total ass if you wanted to, but I Never. might tell you off. But <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all are good people and you wouldn't do me that way. But um, Never. I've been telling a funny story here at work here. I had a stalker when I was in college. And I think you all would get a kick out of this story. I, I'm already intrigued. So, during the summer session, we were a pretty tight-knit bunch. I mean, there weren't many kids on campus. We all lived in the same dorm. Well, toward the end of the one summer session, I'm sitting in the cafeteria munching on some food. 
here comes this old girl that lived in the dorm. I didn't know her, but me being How the friendly old? guy I am, I mm-hmm. spoke to her for a while. I'd assume around his age. Oh, he's just like a colloquial. Is that colloquialism? I, I think it's just, just yeah. I, I think like, it's like a colloquialism. This where, old guy, you know. Like, yeah, my, like this old guy, but this it's, person. Not, it's yeah, not okay. meaning young or old. Gotcha. He's just saying like another girl. I would assume, Tom, you correct me if I'm wrong. But like I, saying y'all or something. Yeah, I think he's like this old girl. Okay. You know. Sorry, I'm, like I'm from lived, the north and I. <laughs> but in order speak. to live in the dorm, I'd assume it'd have to be around his age yeah, yeah. a couple years different maybe if they're older or younger but imagine it was like some seven-year-old lady she's like i'm back to college you know well in the i mean i didn't i was in a sorority but we didn't have houses if anybody doesn't know a funny story in malibu where i went to school if you i forget the number but it's like if more than five people live in a home that are not direct relatives it's deemed a brothel what it's something like that you can we can look up the law and so, therefore, you can't have homes like that. It's actually illegal. Oh. And so, we you couldn't technically have sorority or fraternity houses. And even if, because some people did do this where there'd be like a bunch of people living in a home. Usually, it was like four, though, because you're like under the amount. But the people who live there that were above the amount just wouldn't be on the lease, oh, essentially. Yeah, okay. There's some weird old laws that are kind of just never cleared off the books. Yeah, because you know? there's no need for it. And probably the people in Melbourne are like, we don't really want those kind of homes. We paid millions of dollars for the beachside community. Why do we want like fraternity houses? Mm. But anyway, what I was going to say is in sorority homes, in the houses that they actually have on like, uh, I don't know, UW, let's say in Frat Row or the, what do they call it? I forget what it is. But anyway, uh, Greek Row. The they have, I forget what they're called, like house moms, essentially. And they're older people. RNs? No. No, they're not registered nurses. No, resident. Oh, RA. RA. Yeah. I was like, RN? You have a nurse on site. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, 24-7. Oh, so there's like a Mrs. Garrett. I don't know what that means, but there's like a, a house mom. Uh, facts of life. It was, oh. the, so they were living in, I guess, at a private school. And there was the lady. Who yes. Kind of, and there's, there's, the there's, there's that too. That's what the, essentially it is the same. Okay. And so all, I don't know if frat houses have this too, but I know that the sorority houses always have that person and it's essentially to keep everything going and mm. to organize and make sure. And then they also usually have a chef and housekeeping and things cause they're bougie. But anyway, funny fact. Okay. So we would have an old lady, an old girl, but I think Tom is using it. Like you said, colloquially. Right. I wonder if she's the stalker. We're about to find out. I was stalked by Mrs. Garrett from Facts of Life. <laughs> Tell us more, Tom. I wasn't attracted to her at all, but I, I mean, I'm just a go-around good guy. I mean, I'm nice to everybody that comes in contact with me. And me too. I can be a prick if people make me that way, although I think it's easier to be a good guy than it is to be a prick. I agree. And what is the saying? You've said this quite a few times. If you keep treating some, you keep poking someone, treating them like something, then they'll start acting like that. Right. What's the saying? But anyway, that's the truth. I I subscribe to uh, Sam Malone's theory on um, uh-huh. on his his was for for ladies. You know, uh-huh. he says everyone starts with uh, five stars, mm-hmm. and then you know I take a star away if someone's a jerk. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the way I. Everyone mm-hmm. starts off on the same. You yeah. Know, there's, but if you're a dickwad, equity. Everyone starts at the same point. <laughs> Uh, but if you're a jerk, you lose a star mm-hmm. and eventually, you know, you have no stars. Agreed. And then we're like, get out of here, dickwad. You got to earn the stars back. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Anyway, we chatted a while and she noticed that 
I wasn't originally from southwestern Virginia, which my mom and dad grew up in Pennsylvania, and I've kind of carried that little accent with me my whole life. I thought you were Dutch. We walked back <laughs> to the dorms together, and she said something to me about how she lived in the handicapped room. I said, well, honey, you look like you get around all right. She said, oh, well, I take medicine. I said, oh, honey, you don't, you don't mention that to people you barely know. That's your business, and you should probably keep that under the wraps. And she said, well, you're right, I should. So the fall semester, there's probably 300 kids in the cafeteria, and I'm sitting there. And I spot her, and I was by myself. And here she comes up and wants to sit and talk to me again. You're a nice guy. I'm like, yeah, I want to get out of here. You know, I don't really vibe with this person. I said, hey, honey, thanks for coming to visit with me, but I got to run. I got to give my girl a call, which there was no girlfriend, but she didn't need to know that. Dating girl from Niagara Falls. Oh, my God. We. But wait, Tom, Tom asked her mm -hmm. and then she said she was on medication. No, he just said, uh, she says she stayed in the handicapped room. She right. told him and he said, you don't look handicapped. You know, you, oh, you seem perfectly fine. You get I around fine. And I'm taking medicine. And he's like, oh, and then he's like, don't go telling everybody that, you know, mm. I mean, it's up to her. It's her choice. It's her business. It's her information. That's okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But funny things that. Oh, did you hear my tummy? Rumble? Yeah. Are you hungry? I guess so. Sean's getting hungry. Um, Funny thing, there's so many weird things. I'm sure everybody out there has these stories. I would love these stories, actually. Things you did to get someone off the scent, to be like, I'm not interested without being rude. For instance, when anybody would ask me for my phone number, I would always give him my friend Jamie's phone number. <laughs> I'm and sure Jamie just, was thrilled about but that. But not her cell phone, her parents' home house line. Because her dad was, Chris was like, real gruff. So I was like, I'll call him. I'll never call back. And that was before cell phones, you guys. So it's not like they would call me and make sure it came through on my phone or whatever. I would just give them her phone number. I could still tell you what that phone number is. I'm sure they don't have it, but I don't want to say in case they do. <laughs> I could tell it just off the top of my head. So you should always give that phone number. Um, because then if they ask you to repeat it, you're not just randomly making it up. You can actually repeat it. So there's that. And then um, you'd always have that like token friend around that you would just pretend is your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever. But so that they just, you know. You're like, okay, well, I guess we should go, honey. And then they're like, oh, mm -hmm. yep, we got to go. <laughs> we were sitting at uh, TGI Fridays of all places one time. Uh, Sean Nichols and I were having a... Uh, I do know, not like that place, but okay, continue. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't like Sean Nichols. I was like, come on, he's oh, a no, nice I guy. I love Sean Nichols, you know that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of TGI Fridays either, but they have a bar and we were sitting yeah. there having a drink, I don't know, Friday night or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're in our 20s, so it, it's cheaper, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyways. And we're sitting in there and uh, the girl at the bar is hitting on Sean Nichols. Like oh. she's hitting on him, you know, pretty hard. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, okay, that's pretty interesting. But she's she's not really his type. Mm -hmm. I know this already. He she doesn't likes, have enough tattoos. She doesn't have enough issues. He likes he, a rock and roll lady. He likes a rock and roll girl. And uh, He would have liked my Aunt Roxanne back in the day. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and this girl was like just kind of too put together in a way like uh, – she probably shops at J. Crew like button up. Oh, shirts funny. And, Too know, preppy. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, at yeah. all his type. Funny. Nice looking gal, but it wasn't mm -hmm. Sean's type. I knew right away. It wasn't going to work. But he he's entertaining this. Eh? Probably enjoying the attention. The attention, not? you know, yeah. the flattery. And she like, I think she even touched his hand or something like that. And that's when you know, you know. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> she asked for his number. I was like, this is, you and know, he wow. Gave her yours. I'm 
He right? did. He, he gave her my phone number. <laughs> Not to take the wind up, but and I he was, was like, like, give me a call. Anytime. I know Sean enough to know he gave her yours. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was sitting there. I didn't want to be rude and, and make her feel bad. Like this, this guy's having her on, mm-hmm. you know, but, but now you have to look out for this random yeah. call. No, we dated for six months. You know, I felt <laughs> bad for her. No, I'm kidding. That would be more your type, I guess. Preppy, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You dress uh, my type. I'm all over the place. Yeah. What is my type, Sean? Uh, classic Americana meets funky man repeller Lisa Sega. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. You're very hard really- to. You, nobody puts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In in the corner, you know, like you, you have your, I, you are a stylish person, though. Oh, thanks, but, honey. Um, okay, let's get back to Tom's thing. I just I was just like, what type am I? I don't even know. I I never really was preppy. That's just my type. Thing. No, that's my type. Oh, okay. Sorry. Back to Tom. We've okay. been all over the place. Oh, I had befriended this good old boy and. He'd come over to the United States and barely knew English, and I took notes for him in history class, and that was really helpful to him in learning American history and learning the English language as well. But we were sitting eating breakfast one morning. Well, I spot that girl again. I figured yeah. he won't bother me. I'm having a visit with this fella here. This girl has this deep, deep voice. She says, you mind if I join you? <laughs> I said, hey, don't bother me. Go ahead and sit down. I love Could've his been impersonations. Demi Moore. How is your girlfriend doing? I said, she's just fine. Thank you for asking. Well, when are you going to find me a boyfriend? I said, well, honey, do you like to go out with Jen? Oh, no, I'm not interested in him. That would be a long-distance relationship. Well, anyway, this girl mentioned something to me that sent chills down my spine. She says, You know, I saw this girl on the way over here that resembled a sweet mate of mine from last year. Perhaps I'll see her later on when I'm headed to the library to study. What? I said, oh boy. So, she would always seek me out in the cafeteria and always snuck up behind me. Kind of creepy. Just one day I'm sitting there, had brunch in the morning, had some eggs, French toast or pancakes. Mm, good choice. I hear this voice, sear up and eggs. I said, well, honey, I've already eaten my French toast. That's just the remaining syrup, and I've about down my eggs, so I'm about to hit the road, so have a good Gotta day. go. <laughs> she found out I was a lifter. 
she says to me one day, well, I'm only 120 pounds. You could probably pick me up pretty easily. I said, honey, that ain't going to happen. Well, then the next time I saw her, she called me Mr. Exercise. I'm pretty weirded out at this point. Well, well, how many people are at the school? Do you know, like for someone to always find you, you're like, are you just waiting for me to show up here? Because I don't know if this is true, Tom, but when I was in college, you don't like eat at regular times because it's all around your class schedule. So like, oh, and no one's, or I'm sorry if somebody did this, but I'm never, you guys know I'm not a morning person before 8 a.m. classes or whatever. I'm not fucking making it down for breakfast. I might make it down for breakfast. I have a noon class. Other than that, I'm just going to have some yogurt on my way up to my first class and be fine. So the fact that she would catch him every time is very creepy to me. Yeah. Somebody has a crush on you, they, they find you, you know? That's kind of weird, though. Yes, but I mean, that's... And once she heard he had a girlfriend, even though I know she's made up, wouldn't you just be like, next? Yeah. I mean, that would be me. I'd be like, oh, next. I've told you guys the funny story of the guy, Jeff, who I had a crush on in my choir way back mm-hmm. in my freshman year. And then we had this, uh, our sorority would have, they're called date dashes. Okay. And you have like two hours to find a date and then you have an event you're going to. I was like, perfect. I'm going to ask Jeff from choir because he's, he's cute and I think he could be fun. I don't know anything about him, but it turns out he was gay. Yeah. He was like, I'm flattered, but I like guys. And I was like, oh, he's like, also go on you your like, date. Funny. I like guys too. I know. We have something we can in gossip common. about them. <laughs> we actually became really good friends and he went with me on the date dash, but, and he had a very cute boyfriend, but it was just funny. I, it was like, oh, oops. Yeah. Crush squashed. Like this girl, her crush should have been squashed. Right, right. Yep. Here, a few weeks later, I'm sitting at this place. It's called the Terrace Shops. It's a bunch of fast food places. And a buddy of mine from back home and I are sitting. And I got a big old deli sandwich that's piled high with meat. Yep. I'm chowing down and I spot her. I'm like, oh, I hope she just keeps going. Yep wrong yeah she come up behind me and she says well i haven't seen you in a while i said yeah it's been a while i keep stuffing this sandwich down yeah you gotta make yourself look gross she expects me to speak to her and i wasn't interested in her at all i was interested in down in this sandwich talking to your friends i said honey it's time for you to go see you later (laughs) <laughs> oh boy that was with me he thought that was funny as hell he said oh my god he told her see you later <laughs> it, what else are you supposed to do well I, you know after being stalked for a while you can only be so like, nice look uh, I'm yeah. joining the navy and they can't see you anymore that reminds me of friends when Chandler's like sorry I'm being transferred to Yemen because he, he's having a hard time oh, breaking up uh-huh. Janice Janice and she's like, oh, Chandler. And she. I'll see you. I'll see you off at the airport. And so he's she like, buys a TCM. And then she. Wa- it's back in the day when you go all the way up to the gate. So he actually gets on a plane and goes to Yemen. Just to break up with somebody. <laughs> Versus just have a tough conversation. Okay. Sorry, Tom. Anyway, that's your Virginia correspondence way of dealing with a stalker. I hope you all are well. I'm always happy to see you. And you know what? This is a Thanksgiving week, so by the time this has come out, I hope everybody's had a great Thanksgiving. God bless you all. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. That's the SIA method. Yeah, but I think that honestly is more direct and more appropriate than the go to Yemen. Yeah, honesty is the best policy at this point. (laughs) Yes. 
you, you got to scram. Uh, yeah. You're like, I'm not Without hurting someone's feelings. But obviously she was a little uh, pushy uh, or yeah. not pushy, but maybe just Persistent. not picking up on the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, in all truth, and I know this people might be like, that's easy for you to say, but honest to God, if someone's interested in you, you will know. Period. That's it. I'm interested in you. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to chase someone. Right. Like, there's a little bit of a, a chase at the beginning when you feel like, oh, should I call? Maybe they'll call. But that's not the, like, they seem to not be interested in talking to me. And I seem to be the one that always seeks them out. Sean Nichols has an interesting method. What's his method? He, he's not mean, but Since he, he's had so many successful relationships. He, he gives the cold shoulder to women. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what's wrong with me, sort of deal. And then they, that's they then they chase him. Like mm-hmm. he, he'll ignore them. He'll say something to the effect of, eh, I'm not really, you know, that interested in this conversation. I'm going to, you know. But, but that's because he looks for a certain type of person that doesn't go to therapy and figure out their shit. Uh, not all the time. I know he I know he dates uh, uh, less that style now that he's older. Good. Yeah. Good for him. But his method is rather interesting. It's the mm-hmm. rebuke. The re- Yeah. Rebuking somebody. He's like. It's also just his personality. Yeah. He's not very warm up front. Nope. And then I think it that brings people in mm. because they're like, well, why doesn't this person like? Because there's certain people who like need to be liked by everyone. But that's the problem. Then you end up with, in a relationship with someone like that when they should actually probably be in therapy. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you got me there. Because <laughs> people like that, like I would even put myself in that camp for a, probably a short period, probably like 16 to maybe 20, where I was like, who am I? What's happening? Blah. Right. Um, where I'd need I want everybody to like me and maybe even longer, maybe like 22. Um, And then I realized you can't please everyone. And I also was in therapy extensively during that time. But that leads to like no boundaries because you'll do anything to get attention. And then it means that even if it's like not healthy or good, you're going to try to keep it alive. Fair enough. So it's kind of a not a very healthy thing. Right. But you shouldn't always be available either. There's a healthy amount of like do your own thing be your own person and then you're in a relationship you should still be able to be your own person that's right Do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah if you start dressing like the person you that you really like that's It'd be funny if we're oh, wearing the we same, the same thing. <laughs> wouldn't that be funny we do it's funny we do end up because we spend so much time together and also i one of us will see the other one dressed and not realize it i think subconsciously we'll end up wearing around the same colors right but it, i saw you put on red and i was like oh i was gonna wear black perfect but you know when you're on camera excellent. it's silly for us to be wearing the same color. i really like this uh Sweater, by the way. Is this a sweater? Or a sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. Yeah, sweatshirt. I My like mama it. got it for you last year, I think. Yeah, it's just comfortable. It's Sometimes. a nice soft one, yeah. Yeah. If you're just listening, I'm wearing a Montreal Canadiens. Uh, what's the tag say? Who's this brand? Fanatics. 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 I like it. My mom usually gets you something the like right that weight. every year. But this year, she's like, I don't want to have to get him more of that. Mm. I feel like I need to get him something different. Mm. And I was like, I do concur. Okay. Yes. We have a letter. Oh, I got a pressure cooker. Oh, yeah. My mom got him a pressure cooker and some canning supplies. I know. Supplies. But it's very up your alley. I know. But I was very excited about it because I was like, oh, my God, I can do. I don't even know what I can do with it. That's I was so excited. I just saw canning jars on the box. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to be a canner. Well, you've had it in your Amazon cart for like months. And I don't know if you realize she bought the one that was in our cart and I just removed it without telling you. Oh, I didn't notice. Because I was afraid that you might get be like, I'm going to buy it. Because right. sometimes you'll do that. You're like, I'm going to get this for myself. I'm like, get it. You can't put the cart before the horse, right? And um, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, if I had bought that first and not grown the garden, mm-hmm. 
then you know I, I would have just been a guy with a canning machine not, and no product right you can can you can just go get stuff that's what i learned from our last trip now that i'm getting into peppers mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah or not just getting into peppers now, but now that, that i'm I, getting into peppers it's just such a funny statement now that i'm getting into peppers i realize that i can can whenever i damn well please it was then that sean realized he's kind of boring but practical <laughs> Sean just loves. Hey, baby, uh, you want to come over and do some canning? And preserve some food? Yeah. <laughs> Sean's in food preservation. He, my mom got him a food saver last year. He's a food saver in a store. I love a food Everything saver. Everything vacuum packed, guys. It's great. Freezer I, burn no more. No. Not that we ever deal with that because we don't buy things in that big of a bulk amount that we deal with freezer burn. Right. Also, we have a, a freezer that doesn't get ice or doesn't build up moisture sort of no the freezers nowadays automatically do their own defrost which is bad which right is bad. it warms up the food so when we when we do buy our deep freeze for the garage we want to make sure we get one that does not do that or turn off that feature and you mm. then once a year everybody knows this if you grew up with uh families who canned or not canned but um my dad would hunt so we'd have to freeze a lot of meat all at once and we'd also this sounds really country but we would like split a cow with other members of our family, meaning so you go to the butcher and you purchase a certain amount of meat from a cow so that all the cow is used and you split it between families because it's expensive and it's cheaper than buying it at the store. Yeah, also, then you know bulk, where the right? cow went, uh-huh, where the cow came from. It was treated well, blah, blah, blah. Did this cow jump over the moon? It did. Hmm. Very With all his other cow friends. Strong muscles then. So we would do that. And then every year you have to take everything out of the freezer and defrost it. And it's like a whole process and you do it. It's like usually on a warm summer day and you put the other, you take stuff out of the freezer and put it into another freezer. It's a whole process. I don't want to do this at all. We're getting a a self defrosting freezer. Read about it. It's not good. I mean, they wouldn't make them if. It takes one day. Yeah. I don't want to dedicate a whole day to a freezer. Once a year. So many other things to do. Sean's so high maintenance. I got to maintain the garden. I'm going to be out there weeding. (laughs) We, my mom planted us four plants and who did the weeding and the gardening? I don't know. I, did, I never saw weeds in the garden. There you have it, folks. <laughs> okay. On to our letter. Ah, yes. From our Pennsylvanian correspondent. I said Pennsylvania a couple of minutes ago. I know. And we loved Pennsylvania. I would Boom. love to go back. Boom. Yeah. Roasted. Just kidding. Okay. This is from Rachel. Hello. It says, Hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the whole OTDM community. My name is Rachel from Berks County, Pennsylvania. Hi, Rachel. Whoop, whoop. Somebody from PA. Whoop, do whoop. If you don't already have a Pennsylvanian correspondent, I would love to volunteer to fill the position if that's okay. I think that's 100% okay. I'll let David Redacted weigh in on this, but I don't believe we have another Pennsylvanian correspondent. I don't think do so. I think that territory was up for grabs. And Rachel grabbed it. Take life by the horns if you do i'd love to be your pa dutch specific rachel just got so much cooler she was already cool and now cooler correspondent she can be our dutch correspondent i'm so excited to be finally writing in it's been so long that i wanted to but my schedule is crazy i am a pennsylvania dutch folk artist this just keeps getting better. Cooler. Again, leveled up to a level I didn't know existed. Although I don't know what a folk artist from Pennsylvania that's Dutch does. Maybe there'll be photos attached or maybe we'll hear something later. I'm excited. But either way, let's get into this. All right. Okay. I'm a Pennsylvania Dutch folk artist and wanted to share a bit about our art and culture here in Pennsylvania. There we go. I love it. 
If you don't know what Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch is, I'll tell you all about it. Avita Zane. Avita Zane. No, that's you, goodbye. That's, mm-mm, mm-mm. I want to say hello. Is, oh, no. Hello. Let's, <laughs> moin, just kidding. Let's let her tell us, okay? Have you ever seen hex signs or eaten apple butter? Yes. Scrapple? Yes. Or funnel cake? Yes. These are all Pennsylvania Dutch staples. It's a neat heritage and an eth- ethnic background with a lot of wonderful roots here in the United States. We've been here for a very long time, over 300 years, which is very, very cool. I agree. We helped settle America and were part of William Penn's great experiment. Many of our ancestors came here for religious freedom. That was, oh, that was the driving force. You can learn more about it on the internet, of course, but about, oh, about Pennsylvania Dutch peoples, but I would love to be the correspondent for all things Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania Dutch. I dig You've it. You've got it. I'm going to need some recipes. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely going to need some recipes. 100%. I've become kind of like an expert in all things Pennsylvania Dutch. I'm also mostly Welsh. <gasps> Me too. Swedish and some Scottish and Irish too. What's interesting about the Pennsylvania Dutch is that they're not always all German. So Avita Zang, you were right. So but they're not always all that. So they're from Holland? For example, while I'm Pennsylvania Dutch, many of my ancestors came from places like the... Alsace, 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 French, in France and Sweden and Wales. And we kind of all mixed up when we got here in America, which is very cool. I think so. Are they united by their religion? I would assume so, but we'll have to, we'll keep reading and we'll also, we can have her right back in with more information. I'm a mom of three and also full-time artist, designer, illustrator, and homeschool mom, which is really fun, but it takes a lot of time. Yeah, that's got to, She's a busy lady, but I wanted to reach out for a long time. I love Katie so much. Aw, she's helped me so, so much on my journey with my own mental health and healing from trauma. Of course, it's not a destination. It's a journey for sure, but she's been super, super amazing in my journey since I discovered her actually through another podcast. What podcast, I wonder? Amazing. And I just love you, Katie, so much. Your style of talking about mental health and your candor. Aw, I'm glad. There's never any judgment on your podcast or in your books. It's just the facts and very supportive and very validating. So thank you, Katie, so much. I did your inner child workshop. Amazing. And it was mind blowing. So then I stumbled upon OTDM and was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, it's such a great, great concept and podcast. And I've just been loving it so much. I really enjoy Sean as well. Oh, thanks. Um, you Letter. have a tough time taking compliments? No, but I just know that what we do is so different. And I feel like I impugn your uh, mental health reputation sometimes. Or not impugn it, but like maybe. Uh, no, I don't think people see it that way. That's good. Uh, they know I'm not a therapist all my life. I take the, the hat off. And, yeah, it's not 24-7. Right. I'd be exhausted. True, true. You're very good at what you do. And um, one of the main reasons getting into making the videos that you, mm-hmm. that you have uh was just to get helpful information out there mm-hmm. and so when you hear letters that are positive like that it's just it makes it makes it all worthwhile so thank you for writing that in yeah it, it's funny to think back to when we started um because we never thought it'd be like a real thing mm-hmm. necessarily um we were like oh if it helps one person you know the effort will be worth it and i thought just, we'd get maybe a hundred videos in the can and then it peter out yeah but it when people say you know it helps um then yeah, you're like oh really you're cool. you that positive feedback helps drive the the project and uh it's it's just nice to hear yeah it's it's you never know you know how you're impacting someone yeah 
Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So I really enjoy Sean as well. So, so much. Particu- what was that? Can you read that again? She really enjoys Sean as well. Oh. So, so much. Particularly because he has some anxiety and like quirky things that he does, which I can really relate to. Also, both of you have great sense of humor and I really appreciate your relationship and rhythm of the chitty chats. But also both of you are in similar generations to myself. So it's all fine. It's like sitting down with a couple of friends and I really enjoy hearing all the letters and the correspondence. It just makes me really happy. I wanted to tell you that it means a lot to a lot of people. And I know it can be challenging to make time to do podcasting and editing. And I understand all of that back end work. But I just want to thank you both so, so much for doing this and for continuing to do it. It's just been such a bright light in my life and in my week throughout the whole pandemic. Oh, I'm so glad. Super cool. I appreciate that. It honestly, it's funny. This podcast in particular has been like fun for us. It's different than what, you know, because I I don't have to be therapist Katie all the time. It's kind of a, a nice reprieve from that. Yeah. I mean, it's just sometimes it's uh, I, I find sometimes we were on a plateau and we're doing really well, mm-hmm. sometimes a little lower, but just the art of having, you know, to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. you're being vulnerable. You say stupid things because you say you, you misspeak in general in we conversations. We pretend to know what we're talking about here. I mean, I pretend to know, but I don't. That's why it's called opinions that don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now coming out of the pandemic. It's just nice to have that reliable, trusting community that you can lean on when you're feeling kind of lonely or if you're feeling like you just want to laugh a bit. So I really appreciate that. Of course, we appreciate you. On to the main reason I'm writing in. Uh. I wanted to talk about Roxy because I follow her on Instagram and she reminds me so much of my puppy Rock. Mm. Rock, like after Jay-Z, the Rock, because I grew up in the 90s. Amen to that. He just passed away two years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. He was a pit bull mix that I rescued in Philadelphia and he just looks so much or she just looks so much like rock. And I just want to thank you both for per- preserving with sometimes difficult personalities when you rescue. Yeah, oh. it's um, persevering. I read that wrong. I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. I just want to thank you both for persevering with sometimes difficult personalities when you rescue. Currently, my family and I have rescued two hound dogs oh. from this wonderful organization in New Jersey. But the one hound dog, Danica, has been really pretty easy and just like when i had children and had an easy child i thought oh we can have another one mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal she's so easy everybody always says that um one of so my mom's boyfriend larry his daughter Kristen had her first boy reese and he was super chill and easy and he still is he's like thank you and please and super calm and very respectful easy baby would sleep through the night i think at like three months then she had Caden. He's like, just so different and rowdy. He's already had like a concussion. I think he broke his arm. He's just a rowdy. I think he was even colic. He's just been trouble from the beginning because he's just, you know, the world needs all sorts. Okay. So, um, it's so easy, right? We'll have another dog that's that easy. So in September, we adopted Harley from the same organization within New Jersey. And she's also a hound dog. But oh my gosh, what a difference. Harley's had an uphill battle with medical conditions and also personality conditions. Loves <laughs> <It's>, Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's so interesting because you think you're adopting a dog based on their age, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they have ever done certain things that other dogs their age have done. Hmm. So it's been a real challenge with her. And whenever I get kind of frustrated, I think about Roxy because she's very similar in that she just does not know how to interact with other dogs. She has a humping problem, (laughs) which is really interesting because she's a female dog. Okay, short puppy parlance. Roxy has this bed. It's one of those like cozy 
what do you, what I forget what they call it, but it's lower in the middle and up on the sides and it's supposed to make them feel contained. And I got it for her when she was a puppy and she chewed that one up. I got her another one. So we're on number two. If so, she wants to like dig at this bed for some reason. And it's like part of her play. But if I try to pick it up while she's digging, so I'm like, I don't want to ripping it. Right. I don't have to buy bed number three. She starts humping it. It's the way she starts humping it, though, because <laughs> so she's trying to she digs the bed. It's like she's moving the padding around and, and moves the bed all around the room. And it's She'll really kind of funny all over the house with it. But we don't want her to do it because she inevitably will start chewing on it and pulling stuffing out. Yeah. And she already has a few holes that she's created from this. So you go to take it away from her. You grab the bolstered side and mm-hmm. you, you go to p- pick it up. And she reaches up and then she does her little <laughs> her like, bumper. Yeah, she looks like a, a magic mic or something, you know? She's with her humping muscles. The air. <laughs> she, yeah, she's humping in the air. But but like her whole body, she's like pulling like she's But this she's is doing a new pull-ups. development since when my mom came to visit. Because my mom was like, Yeah, she humps that thing. And I was like, What? She's like, She hasn't done that in front of you. We were like, No. And since then She was secretly humping it. Now and the we secret's just didn't out. Know, and now we know. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this Harley has a humping problem also. She reminds me of how so much of how you describe Roxy. Just so excited to see every single dog ever. You should bring her over. They can be crazy together. There's so much joy in her and she just has a joyful spirit. But yeah, it can be very challenging and difficult. So I want to thank you all for your commitment to Roxy. And I just try to keep that in mind when I get really frustrated with Harley. It's literally like having a new baby. I've had three babies. I've had three newborns. It's so much like that. Just the lack of sleep, the commitment to training, which is really just like parenting humans. It's the same. A lot of poo, a lot of pee. Mm -hmm. Yep. Waking up to a shit-filled diaper or in our case, a poopy-filled crate. Oh, the dog just barfed on me, you know? Yeah. She just barfed on the floor a little this morning, but she ate it up before I could clean it. So I just wiped up that area. Mm. Um, (laughs) It's those toys. I'm pretty sure she gets a little plastic. She drank water and then I think she's choked. That's what happened in that, this particular case, but possibly. Okay. (laughs) And it's just really interesting seeing through the hard days and looking back, you know, understanding that it was all worth it. It's all very similar to parenting my human babies. So I was done having children after my third and here we are. So I thought that was funny. I wanted to share that with everyone. And here are some pictures of all of my doggies. I just love rescuing so much, though it's kind of heartbreaking. It is kind of heartbreaking. There's a lot of medical issues, but even if we can give her six months of love and a happy home, that makes me really happy. Oh, for some reason they didn't doubt... They didn't upload. Mm. Yeah. Rachel, the photo didn't come through. Bummer. We'll see if they do has, on Sean's computer. Has like a little but, question mark on the. Yeah. You can see an outline of a an, JPEG, an a square. Image. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see if we can get them, if they'll come through on Sean's computer. If not, feel free to resend. I'm so sorry. I don't know why they didn't come through. Okay. Anyway. So again, I just want to thank you all so much for what you do. It's been such a bright light in my life. And you know, what I love most about is it is Katie, that you're such a professional on AKA and with your books, and I'm sure with your talks and definitely with your workshops as a super duper professional and really know your shit. But then I like seeing the human side too. And I think that's really important to model that for people, particularly people like myself that follow you on AKA first and struggle with mental health issues to show that you're human too, and that we're all human. Yeah, we're all, I think that's the thing. I don't want people to think that just because I'm a therapist, like I know everything, I have my shit together and I don't, you know, I'm a person too, right? Right. Like it's like that TV show behind the mask singer or no, what would it, or, or when they, a magician behind them. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a good example either. 
But yeah, just showing like behind the scenes. BTS behind the scenes. Yeah. Or, you know, you're just a, you're a person. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not just a therapist. I think people like to know that, mm -hmm. that there's more to the person or they want to know more. I don't know. Well, I think, I think there's something, I don't know if this is just, Rachel, you let me know. But for me, I feel like sometimes when I see people who I look up to or I think have like information that I'm really interested in or that I think is enjoyable and, you know, I watch it. It's nice to know that they're not perfect either because it makes me less judgmental of myself. Mm. And nobody likes, and this sounds bad to say, but nobody likes someone with like a perfect life because nobody has a perfect life. And we all know it's a farce, but it in turn can cause me to judge myself. Mm. If that makes sense. Anyway, I'm glad you enjoy it. Okay. So, um, and we can all let off steam and enjoy chitty chats. I just love how different you are on OTDM, but that you're the same person and very authentic. It's nice to model that. I'm a former teacher, but still a teacher because I homeschool. I know that's so much work. Kudos to you. I just really wanted to mention that to you because I did a lot with um, SEL, social emotional learning. Interesting. And I just wanted to say, I see you, girl. I see you modeling humanity and humility and like needing a break and having fun and enjoying life. And, you know, I love when Sean will ask questions kind of about mental health issues and just the way that you respond to him. I just love y'all's dynamic and wish you the best and really am so glad I found you. So I'm doing my best to help you um, all and share the podcast and share the love. But I just wanted to write in and say I'd be happy to fill the Pennsylvania correspondent position and also teach you some uh, teach you with uh some which is Pennsylvania Dutch. Gotcha. I was just reading that weird. So with that, I'll sign off. I'm excited to finally take the time to write in. I know. I'm so glad that you did. And I hope you all are having a wonderful day and keep doing what you're doing. You're spreading so much joy. You've already given such a huge gift, many, many things. And thank you so much. Have a great day. I will send a hex sign to you painted by me if I can figure out where to locate an address. Machsgut, which means make good in Pennsylvania Dutch. Rachel. Oh. Very well, cool. Pleasure to meet you, Rachel. And thank you for writing in such a lovely letter. And yeah. we're very excited to have you. Pennsylvania Dutch artist in residence. I know. Super, super cool. Um, Our address at my P.O. Box is 1779 Wells Branch Parkway, Suite 110B, number 353, Austin, Texas, 78728. There you have it. But we'll put it in the description. Isn't it in the descriptions? I believe it is. But that's our P.O. box. So you can send things in. And that's so nice of you to yeah, offer. I love Yay. I'm, I know. I'm excited. Yeah. Anyway, that was wonderful. And please, like Sean said, recipes, anything cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm I would love to, to learn. I would like to get some of your recipes. And phrases. How to say phrases in Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Those are fun. Remember when we had um, our Norwegian correspondent, mm -hmm. Christina, I think, yes. um, send us in. And we really messed it up. I'm sorry. I apologize. But anyway. We'll do our best so, to learn. Yeah. Okay. That's all the time we have for today. I would love to hear from you what you do on New Year's. Also, if you have any funny or if there's any. Okay. Two things. OTDMPod at gmail.com. You can send in stories about anything really, but just to spark your interest. Are there any fun traditions for New Year's things that you guys do? I would love to hear it because in the States, we're pretty boring. I think Canada is the same as us. They count it down. We cheers. We kiss on New Year's. I don't know why we kiss, but that's just what we do. We move on. <laughs> we move on. That's really it, right? There's no like, we yeah. don't make any particular food. The older I get, the earlier I go to bed on New Year's, you know, like I, 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 I liked living on the West Coast because mm -hmm. then you could get the East Coast feed. The new, the ball would drop at nine. 
uh, you know, uh, this, I like how you pretend you went to bed before midnight. No, but no. you know what I'm saying? Like you, you start to be like, ah, do I really want to stay up that late? I know, but you should step watching a, a movie. That's my thing. I don't like being on the road as I've gotten older. But Sean's I also do not like being on the road. A funny thing to know holidays. about Sean. You ready? Yeah, sure. He likes to do the thing that you're supposed to do for that event. So like the event for New Year's entails staying up till midnight. Yeah, he will do that. I don't foresee us even when we get older going to bed before midnight. Sean be like, it's New Year's. Like there's events we've been through how many years together. And Sean will be like, well, no, we're going to, we got to do the, this is what we do. We just got to do the bare minimum at the very least. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like if I didn't want to put the tree up, you'd be like, we have to put the tree up before Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah, that's true. He just, he likes, and I appreciate that about you. Like traditions. Sean has some traditions that he necessitates. Right. But stories I want from you are traditions that you have around New Year's. If there's anything cool or funky or something that your family always makes or does, or do you always wear sequins and get dressed up? I do. Sean always does. I like a good sequin uh, suit. Mm, that would be kind of fun. Suit actually. made of sequins. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? I think it'd be awesome. It'd be super fun. Like an Elvis suit. But sequins are always so expensive, so you can't really have it for fun, you know, because it's expensive. Do they make men's sequin suits? I'm sure they do. Yeah. I think Caleb has a sequins uh, blazer. Mm-hmm. I don't know about pants, but. He just had a hair transplant. He did. Pretty cool. Pretty and cool. I was laughing because on Instagram, uh, he's like, because the guy just doesn't give two shits about which things. is why i love caleb yeah and he's walking down the street probably has a starbucks in town i forget mm-hmm. and his head has clearly been injured <laughs> he's, he's like got like this paint blood yeah like it's dots. like <laughs> blood dots on the back of his head and then like the top of his head where i guess the new hair went there's like iodine yeah. red kind of like well, you to, can't put a hat on because you can't push into it right and uh <laughs> but but he he's, didn't he's walking down the street and he's laughing and filming so he's like only in beverly hills can you look you know walk down the street looking like you've been mauled by a tiger and no nobody one says cares. anything. You know? mm-hmm. He's like, nobody cares. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was in the elevator once coming out of a doctor's office in like Beverly Hills ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was when I had that ear. Remember that ear? Do you guys remember this? I had one of my ears. This is like probably like three or four years ago now, maybe five years ago. It was sloughing off. I guess our eardrums regularly like slough off some of the skin on them. But my mind got caught. And so it didn't slough off. Well, I had to go to all these appointments and stuff. And I went into Beverly Hills to go to ear, nose, and throat specialist. And that's just where the closest one was when we lived in Santa Monica. And I was in this elevator and this lady had a little bag of frozen peas. She was holding it on her forehead. And I was like, so weird, it's frozen peas. And she was like, Botox. And I was like, oh. And she's like, the things we do for beauty. And she was probably in like her 60s or whatever. Yeah. She didn't look crazily done, but it is funny in LA. It's like, she didn't even have to tell me. I probably would have figured it out. But there was a second where I was like, huh. And then she just told me. And then I was like, oh, and we just went about our, you do what you do. I wonder why my ear isn't hearing like it's supposed to be. You're wondering why your face is wrinkling. We don't want it. Everybody's just doing their thing. LA's like not, it's judgmental in a different way. Right. It's not judgmental about you getting procedures. Done. <laughs> no, it certainly isn't. I've been in, in, in a restaurant once in Los Angeles. Now, uh-huh. When you were talking about that, it just brought it up. Um, I was in Beverly Hills, the mm-hmm. diner across from Barry's office. Oh, yeah, that not cute diner, place. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. People will go in when they're getting their hair done. Yeah. Well, I was in there. It's mm-hmm. not a big place. I mean, no, it has like tiny. five tables, two different tables, two different nose jobs, or what I would assume was a nose job because their face was All wrapped, wrapped on the nose. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, amazing. This place is just. Well, there's a really prominent plastic surgeon around the corner there. Oh. In that, uh, I want to say it's like Brighton and Bedford. It's that right across like kitty corner from where you were. Mm. Yeah. 
the Brighton Coffee Shop, if you're in Beverly Hills, I highly recommend. They make really good sandwiches. Their clam chowder is the bomb. And they it, also that's have what it's really called, right? coffee. Huh? The Brighton yeah, yeah. Coffee they were shop. so nice. The clam chowder. Oh. And the service is so good. Yeah. Very I nice. Fam- I think it's a family that owns it. Yeah, we'll have to pop in when we're in LA. There's some places we'll have to write down like things we want to pop in when we're mm-hmm. out and about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be Excellent. fun to go back. Um, okay. So letters about things that you do on New Year's, fun things. And then remember earlier, I mentioned things that you have done to keep people who are wanting to be a new suitor for you away when you're like i'm not interested funny random last story yeah so my friend liz and i i don't even i can't even fully make sense of this story even as i tell you because it was all very scattered and also we were drinking because we were like 23 but we ended up at the it wasn't the sky bar i think it was like at the mondrian had this rooftop bar in la liz and i we just like to go out we were not dating anybody. We weren't interested in dating anybody. We just wanted to go dance. Any of my dancers out there, I love to dance. Give me some hip hop. I will dance all night. So anyway, I remember we were both wearing like just like cute cotton dresses and heels going out to have a good time. We go to the bar. Uh, Liz always drank like a, a vodka cranberry and I don't remember what I was drinking at the time. But we, we place our orders and some guy insists on buying them for us which is kind of interesting if anybody else can understand this. It's like, it's nice because you're like, oh, I don't have to spend $16 on a cocktail, but you're also like, I don't really want to talk to you. So I'll just get my own, please. And he insisted. No. So out the drinks come, he pays for them. We talk to him for a little bit. Then we proceed to go out and dance. And this guy will not leave us alone. So he he's like, keeps showing up from behind. Like Tom, when you said that woman showed up from behind, I hate that. It was like, ah, like we thought we'd escaped. We had to go to the bathroom. We come out, he's back, bow. Boom, everywhere we go. So finally, we finish our drinks. We say thank you to him again. Then we say we're going to go to the bathroom and we hightail it down the stairs because we were going to take the elevator and we could see him coming. He saw us. He was coming. <laughs> and we we're like, we can't wait for this elevator. Ladies. Hey, it was ladies. like one of those shows where it's like the murderer is going to try to get them and they can't close the elevator. Like the elevator just wasn't coming fast enough because we're like on the 19th floor or something crazy. We're young enough. We just sprint down those stairs. Oh, you ran away down the stairs all the way down to the first floor in high heels i don't know how liz had our feet not fall off nobody knows that was a that's probably the most ridiculous scenario where we had to get away from someone who was just insistent yeah upon paying us attention that we did not want i would have gladly bought my own drink thank you very much there you have it folks anyway have a wonderful wonderful new year's eve be safe out there yes don't get on the road if you don't have to have a a dd call a lift call an uber stay home it's never worth it have fun eat some good food drink if you drink don't if you don't make some crank phone calls i don't know do what makes you happy be around the people that you like being around even if that's a dog okay we love you have a wonderful one and we'll see you later bye bye see you in 2023 <gasps> i was about to say 2024 2023 <laughs> i was like what year is it you're just uh, gonna skip right over well sometimes i do that i don't know what year it is it's gonna take a while if i remember in school i would always write the wrong year for like i don't know the other day i wrote like 2021 month. hey it's been a weird scramble bamble 2020 to now yeah what's happening right. okay we love you see you later bye, bye.